Okay, listen here. I've got a really fantastic idea for a podcast. (laughs) And you are probably going to hear the beginning of this and go, what the heck? Okay, question number one. Do you ever wonder about your eulogy? I mean, like seriously, do you ever allow yourself some space and time to think about what your eulogy would really be like. You know, the unfortunate part of going to a funeral is is that you are often then forced to have to think about your own moment. Here's a guarantee. None of us are getting out of this alive, right? So we're all going to have that moment. So while I recognize that I'm a grief and trauma therapist and I have spent the last many years in the trenches of working in death and dying, and by the way, no, that's not hospice work. I've never done hospice work. But I've had no choice but to think about these moments because that's part of what I do in my job is sit in moments with families during that, those final goodbyes. So it occurs to me, that a lot of people don't think about it. And I'm just wondering, have you? Do you wonder what that's going to be like? What people will say? Will they have something to say? Will they automatically cancel whatever's on their calendar? Because being there would be absolutely the most important thing because of the difference that you made in their life. Question number two. Are you aware of the fact that your decisions that you make on a daily basis every day are actually were the answers to some of those questions that I just asked, that that's where they're found. How you live your life, where you put your priorities and the decisions that you make about what's sitting in the front row in those seats there in the auditorium of your life, you get control over that. You get to decide that, and you're standing center stage facing those front rows and those priorities that you've made decisions about. Well, that's the answers to where your question to the questions that I just asked in question number one. And here's the weird thing about all of that is if we don't live intentionally, if we don't actually force ourselves to think about this for a little bit. And it doesn't actually become how we navigate our life in this really important thing called priorities, which we'll talk about that in a minute. Well, it doesn't happen accidentally. I can promise you that. So while I get that this doesn't sound like a real fun podcast idea, I promise you that it would be well worth your time to hang in there with me. I know that's a lot of things like eulogies, and I'm going to do a thing called reverse engineering with that, and we're going to talk about 2021, and I'm going to share with you about a very important thing that I have learned that has changed my life drastically from the job that I have had. And while I know it's not comfortable, sometimes the best things in life come from sitting with it for just a minute and allowing some discomfort and really taking some time to think about it. But you know what? That's why you have me. And that's why you have the uplift effect. Because I'm going to push the edge just a little bit. Because I know that that is where we actually need to be 
because life doesn't happen on accident. Okay, so hang in there with me. I think I can pull this all together in a way that's going to be meaningful to you. If you can't tell, I'm a little excited about it. It's a big deal to me. It's changed how I live. It's changed how I do things with my family and my children and how I make decisions. And Gosh, it's made it so much easier. Okay, big deep breath. Give me just a second. I'm going to need a minute to wrap my mind around how I'm going to start this all off. So here's going to be a quick introduction, and I'm going to see you on the flip side. Welcome to the Uplift Effect Podcast. Yes, our logo is a V formation. Yes, that was taken on my farm right over my home. And of course, there's a story there and it's made all the difference in the world. And I cannot wait to tell you about it. But first, my name is Jill. I am the creator of the Uplift Effect. I am a professional therapist and coach who has specialized in childhood grief and trauma. And I transform moms and children from chaos to calm. If you're a parent who feels out of control, who has no real solid parenting plan, and are desperate to turn your own chaos into calm, well, this is your place, and I am glad that you are here. I was once in your shoes, feeling like I was failing at everything, and most importantly, I was failing my kids. As a stay-at-home mom of four children, to say that we were in chaos was putting it lightly. My story didn't change overnight, and in bits and pieces, I'll share it with you. But I used the same techniques that birds intuitively use when they are migrating in their feed formation by way of community and a plan that's dependent on this little thing called, well, you guessed it, an uplift effect. They endure what would otherwise not be possible, and that's migrating for thousands and thousands of miles. I believe and I know that we can transform ourselves and our children. So when we wake up in the mornings, like I do now, I am incredibly thankful to call what I have now with my four children home. And so can you. So this podcast is for you to encourage you, to teach you, to address some of the biggest, most difficult parenting challenges that we face as mothers. And I am so glad you are here as we journey and migrate through these miles together. Welcome to the Uplift Effect Podcast. Okay, so if you were able to endure that intro... I'm so thankful and super proud of you. I think it will be well worth your time. Let's start here. You know what happens when you attend a funeral. I think it happens to all of us. The unfortunate part of why this is so uncomfortable for most of us is because we have to look in the face of our own reality. Somewhere we kind of like slip and fall and it and it just kind of like we forget that this day is coming for us too. And so we have to consider that moment for ourselves, and it is uncomfortable. And typically we lay in bed that night and maybe some nights still ahead, and we're wrestling with that. And we're having to think about how that's going to look for us. 
Well, because of the nature of my job, and no, by the way, I don't do hospice work, but for the past five years, I have sat with families who were watching their loved ones' heartbeats for the very last time, or they were saying their final goodbyes. And I have had the privilege, yes, the privilege, to watch families in these moments. While some of them were very gut-wrenching to be a part of, of course, there was one thing that I always could tell by the types of interactions and the words that were said. This person lived with the end in mind or not. I could always tell that. I could always tell this one understood that life was short and they lived big every day or not. In those moments that I have sat with families, the priorities of the patient were always very crystal clear to me. And there is nothing more humbling than to be a part of that moment. And I will be honest with you, there were times where I sat fighting tears because I watched an incredibly spiritual moment with a family. And then there were times that my stomach was sick because all I could see, almost as if I could feel just the emptiness that everyone had. And those are defining moments when that's the kind of work you do. Well, that kind of work, it changes you and it changes how you think about things. It causes you to kind of think about the idea of having a goodwill purge in your life, right? An opportunity to reorganize some things in your life and to leave only what really does truly matter. And that's what I want to talk about with 2021. Here's one thing that I have always found helpful in how I go about prioritizing things in my life. We know the definition about how priority is, right? We can tell where people's priorities are by looking at their checkbook and by looking at their calendar. What do they spend their time doing? Who are they with? What are they doing? And what are they spending their money on? I think those things are very, very important, especially as I have watched families say their goodbyes. As I have watched them in these moments, I will tell you something. I have never, ever seen a family say, he had the best job. Like, Dad had the coolest job there ever was. Or my husband, you should see his car. They have never, not one time said that. And they have never said, we get to go back right now to the most elaborate house, to our dream home. Not one time. Now, they may feel like that, actually. I don't know. But they have never said those things In those moments, not one time. What I hear them often say for the people who knew that life was short and they were living with the end in mind, 
And they understood that life is measured in moments and memories. That's what families talk about. Families have sat there and they have told me stories and each other stories and have laughed and cried to where I was laughing and crying with them. I mean, hysterical, funny moments. And that is what they talk about. That's what gets them through those moments. It's talking about the memories, about the difference that their mother or their father or their sibling made in this life. That's what every single family that has lived with the end in mind and who gets this concept, that's what they talk about. And I'm not going to describe to you the other situation because unfortunately, I just got to tell you, it's just sickening. It's sad. It's gut-wrenching. And there's no healing in those moments. And I'll tell you the other thing about those moments. When I watch those families turn and leave, there is an emptiness in every single one of them that is palpable that I can feel. Not one of us want that. Not one of us want that. And so as we begin this year, I really believe in taking the time to start with the end in mind. Whenever that end may be, this year may be your end. I hope it's not, but it might be. We have no guarantee of that. But there is something funny that happens in loss. Because loss reminds us of what we actually have. And it leaves room for us to see things that actually really do matter. And that's typically the memories and the moments that we have with the ones that we love the most. So as we begin this year, let's pause and take some time to fix the things we need to fix For some of us, those are some deep-seated emotional baggage issues that we have been allowing for years. And we've just been allowing it to be. We may have wanted and wished for things to look different, but we've never exercised change. We've never said enough is enough and I am done with this. And we have never actually sat down with a plan and worked the plan to change. I highly suggest that if that's you, that you find those areas. Well, let me back up. That's all of us, actually. We all have homework. I highly suggest that I myself do that. Because I'm no different than you. I have things in my life that I need to work and I need to work differently. We've got to wake up in the morning and we've got to know what still really is the most important thing. And I believe there is some value in daily looking at your finances and your calendar because that's what's sitting in the front row of the auditorium of your life. You were on stage and you were looking face to face with your most important priorities. 
So when your eulogy comes around, those are going to be the things that are talked about. And if it's empty, that's going to be that second family I'm talking about. Because that empty front row is the same thing as the emptiness and the loss that is so gut-wrenchingly deep because there was not relationship. But if you intentionally set your year to put the priorities of your front row to be the people that matter the most to you and making moments that matter and investing in those things, that's going to be the stuff they talk about. That's going to be the first type of family that I experience. And when they're sitting there and and, and those moments of those final moments, it's almost as if it is a healing that begins to spread and take place. Yes, there's always sadness and there's grief, but it comes with a healthy dose of healing because that person understood what it means to live with the end in mind and their priorities were always on their mind. They were willing to look at the front row and make good decisions about what was sitting right there. Alrighty. Well, I know that is a lot of content for a podcast. Thank you for hanging in there with me. I do truly believe that it is worth some time to think about. I know it's uncomfortable. I get it. It isn't the most comfortable thing for me either. But I will promise you this. My life is so much richer now than it was before I had exposure to this type of thing on a regular basis. And I think if you will reevaluate and listen to some of those things and really consider what it must be like to stand on the stage of your auditorium of your life and look at that front row and take an honest look at it, I think you're going to be better for it. All right. Thank you so much for sticking with me. I hope you have a fantastic day, and we will talk to you next time. If you want to find me on social media, I'm on Instagram and Facebook, both under Jill Falling. Have a great afternoon. Bye-bye.